This is David Poland, and this is the audio podcast version of DP30. Today, Renata Rienzva. Hello! The worst person in the world. Or at least that's what they call the movie. So how are you? I'm great. So the basic idea of this is to chat, by the way. Feel free to wander. Feel free to curse. Feel free to interrupt me all you want. It's like the whole idea is really to have a human conversation as opposed to a uh, kind of junket interview. Sure. Sure. Is it, is it, uh, by the way, is it, uh, like, is this going to be used, the te- like the recording? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And cool. it will pretty much be you. I try to keep myself out of it. <laughs> but then it's not a conversation. <laughs> well, I actually, now I've, 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 in the, la- in the last few months, I've put myself, I've learned to put myself, instead of, I used to cut back and forth occasionally because yeah. I felt obliged to, but now I just put myself in a little box in the corner. Okay. Yeah. Because nobody really wants to see me. They want to see you. Are you sure? I'm sure. That's the whole... The, the, I started doing this. These they are, so these are long form. Though. I started doing this so that people could have the experience of meeting somebody the way that I meet them in real life. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, not just have like little bites of information that come through because it's yeah. I find that boring. So... Yeah. Cool. These, these interviews are my great self-indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> or so I've been told. <laughs> Um, but people do like them. So that's good. Yeah. (laughs) So you're in New York promotionally. Are you working? Are you working for this? Emotionally in New York? Well, that's, I, I I don't know if that's why you're not home or you're not somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm supposed to, our premiere is the fourth, but we also have like Oscar campaign stuff. Uh, and, uh, but I'm still like, in my hotel room doing interviews and talking to you so <laughs> this is like the world's longest release of a film yes yes I it is you guys have been, you and flea have been in every single festival it seems like yeah i haven't i haven't seen flea yet because i haven't had time in all the festivals but i'm very excited to see it but it's been uh yeah it's been like i i think seven months since common and yeah. uh, just like we've gone everywhere and had a lot of interviews but we're it's you know the movie it's thematically it's always interesting to talk about it and it's a a project we're really really proud of but if if it was a project I wasn't proud of or I didn't like it would be really hard (laughs) to do this (laughs) does Khan seem like a lifetime ago at this point yeah but I I still have because I I finally got some rest this Christmas so then it kind of like hit me that it happened. It hadn't really like really hit me before then. So I'm right now I'm like newly uh, euphoric about it. <laughs> so it's, You're repeating uh, your euphoria. Yeah, I'm, it's going to stay with me for a while, I think. That's a good thing. Yeah. So yeah. you've been doing this for a while. This is not yeah. your first rodeo. In fact, you've been through the awards cycle at home at least before. I gather. Yes. Yeah. In theater, in theater, at least. Right. Yeah. I'm nominated for one, but I haven't done much um, uh, movies or, or if uh, like TV, I've done mostly theater, but I've right. done. Like, so when did you start? I started actually when I was nine to uh, like doing theater and mm-hmm. uh, I took it, I guess uh, a bit too serious to be nine years old. I would like the other kids were having fun and I was like, I have to work. I have to see, like, I have to find like the 
why this fox is doing what it is and why it's going there and meeting these people. It was kind of the, the interest for me was always, you know, human relationships or it was a fox. So he wasn't like a human, but, you know, it was um, just how people connect to each other or disconnect in the world we live in. So it was always interesting to me and that kind of never left me. And uh, I, I never feel like I work when I do acting or prepare for a role. So that's, uh, I'm very lucky. Were you that precocious as a nine-year-old? Were you, I mean, was <laughs> Sounds crazy. I, I remember it, but if I, I don't know, if I saw some video of me, I would probably just seem like a child, like everyone else. But in my mind, I was very serious about it. So were you, I mean, did it take years for you to get on stage or did you, I mean, when did you think, okay, I want to be an actor? That was when there was, uh, we did this uh, children's theater. I was 14, I think. And afterwards, someone had left a card for me saying I had to apply for acting school. And I was like, oh, I can do this as, uh, I can do it for real. So then I started applying to schools when I was uh, 17, very young. I didn't get in, so I ran away to Scotland of all places because that was the cheapest ticket and I wanted to like just get away from everything and I came back and I kept doing like uh, theater acting classes by myself or, or like not in a school but everywhere else and um, I finally got in and then I got a, a role with one line in Joachim Turi's the director for this movie he had uh, he like auditioned everyone. He's so thorough in his auditioning round. So he, I was last and uh, he gave me the role with one line, let's go to the party. And um, that was first year in theater school. And he, uh, he always, I, he remember, I remember he said like, you have to do a lead once, but then that never happened in, in films. And then he, took the matter into his own hands and he wrote this role for me actually. Mm -hmm. So, so when you were nine, it was just like elementary school? Yeah. Well, yeah, like uh, this nighttime thing for children where you go after school to do acting. So what were you, uh, when you were that age, was it something you just knew you wanted to do? Was it something you were experimenting at? Or did you, had you seen things and gone, that's what I want to be when I grow up? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure, but I it was just like uh, always interesting to uh, like figure out, like I use people in my life to try to figure out how they perceive the world or I, I could like escape from myself and be someone else and be mm -hmm. like more bold and be, I was very, very shy when I was younger. So I, it was kind of a way to do stuff I didn't dare do in my real life. So it's, it was a place to just play around with everything. Mm. And I, I still think it is. I saw this interview with um, Meryl Streep and mm -hmm. she said uh, it's to for her, it's total immersion into possibility. That's so good. Mm. That's exactly what I feel. That's a good line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and the Scotland thing was just a little <laughs> side trip or did you actually learn something there that you end up? No, I didn't beer. learn anything. <laughs> It was how to drink beer. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I was 17, so I was too young to get a job, but I, I ran away and I had no money. And the, the guy who ran that place, 
I was out in daytime trying to get a job, but no one would hire me. I was so young and I didn't have a phone. Like it was, it was crazy. And then uh, the owner of the place, he asked me, he had like an interview with me and he said like, okay, do you, can you pour beer? And I said, no. Okay. Have you done this before? No. Okay. But you're over 18. No. And he said like, fine, start tomorrow. And then perfect started, job interview. Then, huh? The perfect job interview. You're completely unqualified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're too young. Yeah. It's illegal. Go for it. Why not? But I had my shirt on at least. I had my shirt on. Uh, and then he put like the night I started working, I remember he put a um, picture of sex on the beach on the counter and he said, get social. And then it just like went downhill from there. We were drinking so much and it was also hostile and a restaurant and a bar. So we were just like on all the time wow. and like double shifts and then partying. So I had to go home because my intestines hurt so bad. <laughs> so Scotland almost killed you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then but you it got was, more uh, Yeah. It was great. So are your, are your family supportive of these this journey of yours or were they kind of just holding on by their bare white knuckles well I didn't have much contact with them at that time I kind of uh, got back with my family a few years after and mm. now we have like a mended relationship but uh, at that point it was just all chaos and everything so that's kind of part partly why I ran away but it was right. um yeah so I was I was very alone and I think I, I guess I'm I kind of also like using the conflicts that I've been through and using um, the way I felt that my family interacted and I felt it was problematic, but I, I always try to use it. You know, I like to go into the darkness and, and try to see and discover and find out like why and how and try to understand it, I guess. That's my drive. If like subconsciously but also now I think I know it's that's why I do it so you're uh, kind of the same age and everything as this young lady you're playing in this movie yeah do, do, is she is she younger and more naive than you or is she older and smarter than you where do you see her on your scale yeah, or is I, it just acting <laughs> well uh, oh yeah that's a good question I think yeah because she's so multi-dimensional she's both like naive and smart and she makes stupid choices and she makes really clever uh wise choices too and she's very vulnerable but she's also very uh too strong for her own good so i think she's all of that together and i i guess i tried it is acting but i try to be very honest with my perspective on those themes and uh you know, when you go into a relationship and you fall in love with someone, you also bring like your sadness and your shame and all that stuff you want to hide and you, you want to be like the most charming version of your, yourself, but you have all that other, other stuff. And I guess I just felt it was important to, um, yeah, to make it all be there. And of course, Joachim and Eskil, who wrote this part and wrote the script, they, they are so good on like psychology and they're so interested in people so they write characters who are very um, nuanced and uh, very complex so I it's a it's a hard question to answer because I think we're on the same level I think it's just uh, me trying to explore within and trying to 
and the script and like conversation with you walking the the, uh, the director and yeah so that's my answer so did you have a lot of conversation about the script did you talk about the subtext and the what was going on or did you just kind of go with the script yeah we um we had a lot of like most of the preparation was uh conversations so we talked about philosophically aspects of uh, those themes and like how how to make her be more restless and uh indecisive and naive in the start and then when she goes through all this loss uh during the film and then finally get getting to a place where she can accept herself and also make some choices from the right place and not from something exterior she 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 figures out and that's just something you have to do in life you can't be told that you have to just figure out where to take your choices from and she so she kind of falls into peace or she you can see her be more peaceful in the end so right. that's but did you have did you did you and y'all came and the writer have long chats about well she's this way or she's that way i mean there's some actors who you know have the director and they are going to create this bond and they have this long hours and hours and hours of talk about what she would do if this happened she would do or is that how is that how you guys work on this or was it kind of more traditional like like look it's no, a script it was, i have to think about it <laughs> it was a lot of conversations but it was more to open up more questions and uh, and trying to we didn't close anything down it was just uh, about asking the right questions and sharing uh our own perspectives and then on set it was we just tried a lot of different things it was it wasn't like me coming on on set being the the main character and doing my thing it was about it was almost like the main character was the dynamic between uh us on set like everyone even the cinematographer and the other actors and everyone so and then uh, Joachim always talks about events so he tries to create a, events and uh he doesn't want to push anything or that anything shouldn't things shouldn't be contrived it should just be uh opportunity and to let go and be out of control and that's of course very scary, scary. i I have been taught differently my whole whole career, so it was very new to me. But then stuff would happen that we didn't plan, and that was kind of we tried to make kind of a baseline for that, for that anything could happen. So is the, is the character, as you're doing the character, are you feeling like okay? Is it does it feel like a character, or does it feel like a variation on you, for you as the actor? I mean, it seems like. One of the things that's amazing about the movie is that it's, um, in some ways, it's, uh, this is an oversimplification by using the word simple, but it's, it's, it's a, it's, she's not that, it's not such a singular thing she's going through. She's going no, through yeah. life experience. Obviously the details are specific, but you know, people go, women, young women, young men too, go through these things. Yeah. So did um, it feel more like you were exposed and it was you coming out through this character or were you... Was there a character that you kind of had in your head that she's here today? <laughs> no, it was like going into these conversations about love and choices. Right. It re it was really a big mindfuck because at the end I couldn't really, uh, and I had like one year to prepare. So I read the script every day. I was so scared mm. of failing. So in the end, I couldn't really tell the difference between me and Julie. It was, uh, it, 
it was like merging very much. And then when I saw the film for the first time, I was still like defending her uh, 100%. And then I saw it the third and last time I saw it, it was, uh, I was more like frustrated with her and I didn't feel the same. But I think it's uh, it kind of uh, fucked up my life a little bit being in this uh, production, mm. and I was very um, it affected me a lot. And I think a lot of the other people uh, on set also like they went home and they kind of saw their own life in a new perspective, and it was. Um, even for people in different ages, you know, like what choices did I make? Should I actually stay with this person? Am I with the wrong person? It's, it was, uh, yeah, but that's what you want to do, right? You, when you make a movie, you want to like go in deep, go in right. into the depth of stuff. Well, you're still young. I mean, you're young. Nobody at 24 feels like they're, they're not, they're young really, but that you are. <laughs> <laughs> and two years from shooting it to, the last time you seen it or a year and a half or whatever it was, you yeah. changed a lot. Yeah. Know? So you bring something, when you see it, you're bringing something different to the viewing as well because you're a different yeah. person. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably, probably. I, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who the fuck I am. Do you? Well, nobody does. No, exactly. Not for exactly. a long time. By the time you know who you are, you're ready to die. It's over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go off on the snow drift. <laughs> yeah. I love that about this film. Also, like, the, the image and the picture you have of yourself, like, the dream you have of yourself, when you lose that and when you see that those choices are already behind you, that's also a loss and a sorrow. And that's uh, something... One of her losses is actually that, like, um, now having to be like set in something she didn't know she was going to be in, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. there's something nice about your twenties where you still believe you can change it somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can. There's another door to open. <laughs> yeah. There are fewer doors as you get a little older. Yeah. Was it a fun shoot for you? Was, I mean, was there, was it a pleasure to do it or yeah. was it a hard, just hard work every day? No, I could do this shoot for the rest of my life. It was, uh, it was, I don't know how it's going to get this good again. It was just a big group of friends making a movie. That's what it felt like. Joachim has this way of bringing a culture on the set where everyone, because they respect him so much and he's so intelligent and good and a good artist, everyone gets really ambitious, mm -hmm. but he's also so cool and kind and he doesn't judge anyone. You can see that in his character as well. So you, it's just like so much fun and people are so free. So it's, um, yeah, it was amazing. Was there a difference between him as a, before you started shooting, when you're discussing the script and you're dealing with all that versus when you're yeah, on set? Yeah, a horrible person before set. <laughs> and then. And then magic. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no, was there, is he a different director than you expect when you, after you spent the first, you know, the period before dealing with him? No. He's no. uh, he tries to build trust from the start. So he's uh, he's always he has understood that to get his actors to be really good and relax and make their best, you have to uh, gain their trust and the other way around. So it's uh, he's just really, really good at making a good culture on set. 
and in the production. It's all, uh, he loves the collectiveness of it. And uh, everyone feels like they're such a big part of the, of the crew and the cast because he feels like that. If someone has one line, like I did 10 years ago, I felt important to the movie and he means it too. So, and that's great because then the movie gets to be really alive and good because people are enjoying themselves. That's probably if you're through pain, it probably could be that is in history also true. Like movies are great, even though people have been in pain the whole time. Yes. But this is, I would prefer this. <laughs> <laughs> was, there, was there anything where, are, are you very judgmental of yourself as you go through, or, or, or does he not allow that really? Does he make it more? Um, I guess it's kind of a baseline for Norwegian, um, Norwegian mindset to be feeling like the worst person in the world. A lot of self-deprecation. That's where the title comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I never feel that I'm good enough, um, really. When, I, when I'm when upset, I always want to do a bit more and do it a bit different and have a, a little more detail. So um, it's... I guess it's good to like keep on going, but it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just the way Norwegians are. <laughs> well, did, I mean, did you, was the direction ever do less or bring it down or? Yeah, well, that was kind of the, the whole thing was not to do anything or not to try mm-hmm. anything. It was, we tried to play around sometimes with how much, oh, my, my sound is on. I have to, sorry. I have okay. to like, okay, now it's, sorry. Okay. Um, no, we, ha- um, I felt like I was in the movie for a second. Huh? I felt like I was in the movie for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so we, we had some scenes where we tried to see how much of, um, how much contradictory emotion could we put, put into one moment and one scene and then try to play around with it. And sometimes we would just see or not plan anything and just see what happened. And he, even though we shot on film, which is expensive and you you kind of hear that the money rolls out, (laughs) the sound. (laughs) So, uh, but even, even so he really ran long shots and we got to sit there. And when the scene finished, we could keep on going and stuff would happen uh that we didn't plan and like really great moments is just from that from him uh giving us a lot of time made all the difference so were you surprised at all when you saw the edited version of the piece yeah the first edit i think was three uh, three hours and 15 minutes or something yeah it's a lot of like good scenes that are gone unfortunately but it's uh it's really like it's a good finished uh no i really i really um it's hard you know seeing yourself in on a big screen but it's it was actually a nice experience because i've i i thought objectively that the movie was really great <laughs> and you didn't, <laughs> and you didn't pick on yourself huh you, what? you didn't pick on yourself the first time through or no, actually, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. That's probably it was it was OK. <laughs> You're hard to avoid. I mean, it's like some movies, you know, I talk to actors who are, you know, they're in for 20 minutes of a two hour movie or whatever, and they can watch the other actors. 
but yeah. this movie is you. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of me. Yeah. <laughs> and you identify, and so your identification with this young lady has evolved over the time since you did it, apparently. Yeah, it's been a long time since I watched it now, and I don't know when I'm going to watch it again, but uh, no, I really, I really love her, and she's great, and she's so complicated, and she's very, you know, um, I feel she's very live-like. It's, it's a very rare uh, character. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'll feel when I see it the next time. So did you watch it in the uh, balcony at camp? Yeah. So what was, were you expecting the love that you ended up getting? No, like, well, we had such a good time uh, making it and we felt it was important to, to talk about these themes, but we never ever thought, cause it's a small movie from Norway, you know, we never thought it was gonna be like this. Mm. It's been so overwhelming. It's been really, yeah, it's, yeah. Talking to you, talking to. <laughs> Do you like it? Well, Do you like, are you enjoying the part of being a world famous celebrity now? Um, <laughs> We're going to get you I, a hat that says world famous celebrity. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, it's something to get used to. I think I, I haven't, cause I'm traveling so much. I haven't really noticed yet, or I haven't really, um, it hasn't really hit me yet, but I guess I feel the same, but I guess people see me differently. So it's, um, yeah, just something to uh, process, I guess. Is talking about yourself so much okay or aggravating? Or um, I was going to actually go to therapy after this, like... <laughs> Directly <laughs> after this interview. Because I'm like, it can't be healthy to talk about myself this much. It can't be. <laughs> after an interview, James L. Brooks, who's a director, writer-director from here, uh, he said that was the most wonderful, painful interview I've ever had. Yeah, because <laughs> he was felt like he was on the therapist couch for half an hour. It was like, yeah, I was. He didn't. He didn't. He's not used to getting poked at. Oh yeah. By us yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you're, but you're get, you're good at this. Oh, thank you. I always want to like ask questions back, but I've, I've given up. Like I, I tried that in the beginning. I was like, what about you? What do you think about that? And then of course, people who interview don't want to talk about themselves. Yeah. So I've given up. That's Deborah Winger's trick. Is it? Yes. She doesn't talk about, she doesn't like to talk about herself. So she asks you questions for the whole interview. <laughs> okay. Trying to, and Redford does it too, on some level, We're just like, just avoiding any conversation. <laughs> And she actually said to her co-star in one interview, she was sitting with somebody in an interview with me and she said, aren't you, don't you think David's fascinating? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, no, not really. really? <laughs> he was more honest than she was. Okay. This got right to the point. It was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to answer, ask him questions. I'm here to answer questions. Yeah. So what do you, does the prospects of an Academy Award nomination or such, such things turn your head or are you kind of happy to get it if it happens but not uh, not living your life based on the success or failure in that regard you know in the beginning that was my that was my attitude <laughs> and then slowly like somehow I don't know and I'm like I don't like it but somehow it's been like because I don't know how to do this and I've never done this before I'm like oh should I do like that or 
am I doing it right? Or should I do something more, you know? And then I get a little stressed about it, but yeah. it's, uh, of course I'm going to get over that and whatever happens, I'm going to be happy. But it's, it's just interesting that you asked because I, uh, in the start, it was only that. And then it kind of slowly just crept in, you know, that's why I need the therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've spoken to a lot of actors in their, in their early stages and then yeah. as they kind of become more famous, and you de it, there's definitely a change that happens as they get used to, um, yeah. and some of them take it better than others. <laughs> right, right. Some of them lose their mind, but some of them. Yeah, are I think because I, uh, you know, this Cinderella story is like six thousand years old. I think like people, people need someone to be that person who can give them hope of like I, I am just a normal person, but something happens i have certain qualities and then you become you know the star or whatever and that's like something like just socially something people need it seems yeah. like for thousands of years and but i think whenever a, an, a star or an actor starts to believe that they're more special than other people because of that you know kind of fairy tale then i think you lose your mind a little so it's yeah. i think it's about just uh staying it like it's all collective it it's all like we do this together we make movies together and uh i'm trying to focus on that <laughs> i think a lot of that is the isolation is you become yeah. such a it's just such a small group of people that you trust and are part yeah. of your world that the oh, yeah. rest of the world is not as clear anymore and that's when people yeah. lose their shit <laughs> oh yeah that's yeah it must be really like it's confusing the whole shift yeah. from uh, how people see you like I am I'm not in some league where that has happened of course but right. it's uh no it's just like I've thought about it it's just very interesting so yeah. um now New York that is better for it than LA generally because huh? in LA New York is a better place to be than LA in this regard because people yeah. don't bother you on the street the same way it doesn't feel like it's a company yeah. town whereas right. here it's all about show business if that's the circle you're in you know okay okay I see. Yeah. Hmm. But home yeah. is probably the best place. <laughs> yeah. And also it's uh, like people are really happy and so supportive and it, like people feel that it's ours, you know, like we made it, Norway made it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really nice. Yeah. That's a nice feeling. Well, also people just love this movie. I mean, uh, Neon's done a nice job, but really the movie itself has engendered a kind of love that, you know, is, is, is even surprising it's surprising to me only in that the movie is um you you have to as an audience you have your you have to work to be part of it it doesn't yeah. it's not like in your face telling you what to feel all the time yeah and the people who love people who see it have, have i think really taken this movie to heart in a way that's really quite lovely yeah it, it's like because i think that also the movie asks so many questions it doesn't give a lot of answers so, and that's why people can really fill in their own story and their own perspective. And right. that's for you, Joachim, also making this movie a really important aspect of making a movie. So are you so, ambitious? Do you have like, I need to have this, you know, I'm, now that I'm, I've gotten here, I need to get here, or you just want to keep on working? I want to keep on, because now I've, I've understood how much time and how much energy you use on one project. So I really want to make sure that I'm happy being in a production and mm. just you know a good script and a really strong director is 
I think, um, very, very important to be for a, a production to be well functioning. So it's, uh, I don't know, I'm very new to this, so I don't know, but I, I really, I love doing this and working with it, but I, it needs to be on the right premise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like we were saying before, when you're, when you're young and, you know, at the beginning of it somewhat, it's the doors are open in a different way. It feels like there's, you know, yeah. spending a little time in Los Angeles, you might find that, uh, boy, that's not what I want to be doing. <laughs> this or that yeah. is not the thing that fits. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know anything yet. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. So do you, are you, do you need to be the star of the next? I mean, you've already done, I think, another TV show, right? Did you do a series after this? um no yeah well i i kind of like i love this director in norway and i helped like with one little small role but uh i that was kind of yeah i've i've done theater and that series after uh this movie like i did a dance show in in norway for the national theater too but that's uh that's about it yeah so you're as likely to go back and do some theater as you are to go do another movie Next. Well, no, now this year, it, I, I think it's going to be mostly movies this year because in theater also, it's you don't really get to travel and you because you have to stay there and you work every night. You have rehearsals a day and then you play at night. So I, I'm going to take a break. And yeah, I love films. You love films. So you love them as much as you love doing theater or is it a yeah. different muscle group completely? Yeah, both yes and no. That's a... Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the collectiveness of theater is really, really great. But now I've experienced that in this on the Joachim's films film as well. So I um, I don't know. I, I think it depends on the people you work with. Something just happened to my audio. Oh, I don't think it was you. I think it was me. So my okay. my Air, AirPods suddenly have taken over my computer somehow. Let me see if I can fix it. Sorry. Audio. Sorry. I don't know what's going on. What happens? Oh, there you go. Can, yeah. I, can you hear me? I, hear I can hear you again. Yes, great. That was really weird. Yeah. These things, they're invasive. They just, apparently Apple wants to take over the entire planet. <laughs> Uh-oh. I know. Yeah. We're constantly signing away our lives. Um, so yeah. it sounds like you're on a good track. Yes. And you're open to what I'm happens. Open. Yeah. As long as, yeah. And you just got to find the right people to play with. Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole trick. That is the whole trick. It really yeah. is. It is yeah. not always easy, but, uh, you know, I, I have a feeling you'll find it. You, you seem tenacious in this regard. What's tenacious? Uh, kind of uh, relentless, dogged. Okay. Yeah. Focused. I you know, I'm trying to expand my vocabulary in, in uh, English, American. So I have this Google thing where I get one with like hard word to learn every day. Huh, <laughs> but I haven't heard that one. I am uh, generally irritate people who are learning English. So you've done very okay. well with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so verbose that I tend to blah, 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 too much. Verbose? Verbose. Verbose. Verbose uh, use a lot of words. Okay, rebose, rebose. Rebose, V E R B O S E. Rebose, rebose. Yeah. It's a cool. very good insult to people who uh, who you meet at cocktail you parties. Know, I'm very rebose. You're not very verbose, <laughs> I don't think, but I, I tend to be. Um, okay. 
and my 12 year old son somehow magically is also verbose. Really? Uh, <laughs> well, don't done. know how that happened, where it came from. You had nothing a, to do. To do a lot of it. chatter in this house. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you for your time. Thank you for having me Thanks on your the movie. Thing. That's a lovely hotel room. <laughs> I think yeah. I stayed in that hotel, pretty sure, yeah. but I'm not going to guess which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> but so you, are you going to come out to LA for the next round of award stuff or are you staying in New York? Yeah. No, we're, we're staying here until uh, after our premiere. And that's where I think the, uh, the nomination will be announced around those right. days. And then we'll see after. It's, and the, fest, the film is also at Sundance, which is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. How did it end up in Sundance a year after Cam? But I don't know the systems. People but just keep on wanting to see the movie, I think is what it is. That's great. People that's love great. the movie. Well, thank you and enjoy what you enjoy all this madness because it's going to get crazier before it gets calmer. Okay. And thank you, know, you for the warning. <laughs> and, and have a good time with a therapist. Yes, I will. <laughs> I'm sure we'll help enormously. Yeah. So I think it's, you seem pretty together, I got to say. Still, well, well, we'll talk later and then we'll see. That's if right. Well, you know, yeah. I had a thing where there were some young actresses and I would interview them when they first started or whatever. And then I talked to them two, three years later and I'd be like, thank you for still being normal. Yeah. And I realized I've had to stop saying it because they think it's insulting in some way. But it's, it's like it's such a it's a rare commodity, unfortunately, where the, this business okay. tends to yeah. twist people a little bit. But I can understand uh, that. Yeah. yeah. But there there are those who keep their sanity, which I, I'm hoping you will do. I expect you will do. Hopefully. <laughs> Bryn is the right person to help you go there. Yeah. She's good, at keep, she's good at having sane people around. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much. Take good care and um, see you around. See you. Bye. Bye.